Thumbs up, let's do this. Starting from zero. What does it actually take to start from zero and what does it not? What's a waste of time? What works? What doesn't? So many people are lost and confused and even disoriented about what it takes to get started online. And the truth is, it's very simple. Also, success rests in the dirty details. There's so many tiny things people get hung up on when they're starting something online. These tiny details are addressed in this podcast where you watch me mentor people over their shoulder directly based on their personal situation. So listen closely, listen to the whole episode, take in all the patterns, listen for the slow parts, listen for the fast parts, take in everything so you actually see what's required because there's things right now that you're currently missing, things that rest within the little parts of these episodes. Enjoy. So today I'm talking to Ash. Ash, where are you at in the world? So I am from South Africa, tip of the African continent. So in terms of what you filled out in your sheet, you said more than anything, I'd like the courage and belief to do what seems improbable in a developing country. Yes. What did you mean by that? To be honest, a part of me knows that I can build a company or a business, you know, but at the same time, it's sort of like, okay, wait, you know, this isn't America, this isn't the UK. So, you know, that's what I want to know is, or I want to get the belief that it's possible that I should actually try because I don't know if it's just the fear that's holding me back or, you know, because I look at circumstances around me and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to work or, you know, a lot of doubt. And, you know, when I look at people around me, the situations around me, I want to do it because I want other people to see that they can do it. And, you know, I have a brother, I have, you know, I have family that I think could benefit from, I don't know, the skills and the knowledge and that type of stuff to start a business and, you know, be self-sustaining. Yeah. Can you try and say this out loud and see how it feels for you? I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. (laughs) It's a little bit scary. What happens when you say it? Like I said, it's a little bit scary. Yeah. But what else? Is it true or is it too scary to say that it's true? Probably. So let's have you say that over again. I want to be an entrepreneur. Let's try that. I want to be an entrepreneur. Well, that's a big difference already. And just the sound, how is that for you? It's a little bit more believable, I feel. Can you feel your heart in your chest right now? Yes, I can. Breathe. And everybody else listening, the podcast listeners, everybody, just breathe into your heart for a second. And as you feel your heart, let me know when you can feel it while you're breathing. Mm -hmm. From there, say... I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be an entrepreneur. And then from your heart, tell me what being an entrepreneur means to you. The ability to help people. Let's leave it right there. Yeah. I want to have the ability to help people. I want to have the ability to help people. That actually feels a lot better, a lot more natural. Very good. What's important to you about helping people? Honestly, I think it goes back to, you know, how I grew up. You know, we just got by. We weren't like poor or anything. You know, we just got by. And you sort of start seeing those patterns repeat themselves. You know, okay, yeah, I earn a little bit more money than my parents did. But it's still the same pattern of, you know, I'm just getting by. Or I see my siblings, you know, we're just getting by. And being able to change that 
I think that will mean so much to me to know that they can be self-sustaining, that they don't have to struggle for work and you know stuff like that. I think will bring the most joy out of being an entrepreneur. So why don't you give this a shot? I want to alter the destiny of my family's lineage. I want to alter the destiny of my family's lineage. Maybe financial destiny? Alter the financial destiny of my family's lineage. How does that hit you? The one emotion is happiness. It makes me feel a lot more happy. Just thinking about, you know, being able to influence that. Okay, so you want the ability to help people. And that's important to you because you want to alter the financial destiny of your family's lineage. Yeah. This is a pretty touching mission. Yeah, I just honestly, it's just, you know, when you realize that the same button is repeating itself. And funny enough, it's not just me. You know, I see it with friends that I went to school with. You know, I see it, you know, an extended family. And I don't know, it's as if you want to shout like, guys, you know, what are we doing wrong? But I don't know, answers just don't appear. I can put it that way. So let's go back. Let's take this a little deeper. So you want to be an entrepreneur because you want the ability to help people. You want the ability to help people to alter the financial destiny of your family's lineage. What's important to you about altering the financial destiny of your family's line? I think not having to depend on other people, but depend on being employed. Let's leave it right there. Perfect and simple. The ability to not be dependent. Is there anything else at the end of that? Well, I did say dependent on the employment of others. Great. The ability to not be dependent on the employment of others. Yeah. All right. So we're peeling the layers back. So at the beginning of this call, you said you want the courage to do something in a developing country. So we get the courage to do something. And you said there's quite a bit of doubt. So the interesting thing about doubt is it seems big. Mm. And we make it big. But doubt is actually the size of a star in the sky. And the sky is love. The sky is truth. So we've got all our attention fixated on a star when the amount of love that's available instead of fear is disproportionately larger. So right now we're three layers deep. We're asking questions based on what's called the what's important framework. It's a very specific process I'm guiding you through. My book is coming out. And in that book, I walk people through a process that guides them deeper down into their heart until the voice of their heart is the sky and the star is the doubt. So let's keep revealing the sky to yourself because your sky is unique. So we've got entrepreneur, help people, alter the lineage of my family's financial destiny so we're not dependent on employers. What's important to you about not being dependent on employers. I want to take it from a context point of view. My dad and my mom work for horrible bosses. And where I work, it's almost the same. You know, people don't really care about you and there's no room for growth. So I would say probably it's the growth thing. And to be treated with respect. Yeah. It's important to you to feel respected, cared for, and have opportunities to grow. Yeah. I say the respect thing that probably sums it up the most. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, I don't know, you know, seeing my parents, you know, these are people that work hard to raise me and being disrespected openly in public by people that they're employed by kind of sucks. But actually, it sucks a lot. You know, my sister as well, you know, that's some pretty deep stuff from her side because, you know, she was in an environment where because she's a woman, you know, she was put down a lot. And yeah, so it comes a lot from that, you know. 
I think it's also important when you're honest with yourself and us, when you say something like, you know, it, it kind of sucks. No, it's brutally abusive. I mean, brutally might seem strong. What's your honest felt experience about this? Pain and anger. Try saying this. I want to defend my parents. I want to defend my parents. Does that hit you? Yeah. That's a beautiful sentence. Give yourself some space to like allow you're their son. This is probably a primal feeling. I want to defend my parents. I want to defend my parents. You know, like when I say that, you know, it's also I want to defend my family. Mm. How's your heart feel? I don't know. I just... This is not easy stuff we're doing. Most people never do this kind of work. I can imagine why. <laughs> Let's see what happens if we keep moving. So what's important to you about defending your family? I don't know. It goes back to that, you know, not having to depend on other people. Goes back to respect. Yeah. It's important to me to defend my family because my family deserves to be treated with respect and I will see to it that that happens. Something like that? Yeah, for sure. Like, just thinking of that fills me with pride. So let's try one more time. What's important about making sure your family is respected? Honestly, I don't know how to answer that one. I'm stuck. <laughs> Tell me about it. What are you stuck with? Pretty much that question. You know, what's important? to me about making my family feel respected yeah that's weird because i feel like i should you know know the answer to that but i can hear myself saying oh you don't know the answer what do you imagine other people might answer i don't know how become a part of me wants to be respected you know i'm just thinking back growing up i was never really a confrontational person and i think it's just sort of like okay i've allowed people to walk all over me and it's sort of gotten to a point where i don't want that anymore you know I want to stand up for myself, my life, and my family. Yeah. Try it out. I want to stand up for myself, my life, and my family. And this is why I want to be an entrepreneur. If you'd like to get a free one-on-one -on -one with me and be on this show, you can find out details at startfromzero.com forward slash podcast. And this is why I want to be an entrepreneur, to be able to stand up for myself, my life, and my family. Yeah. Instead of putting my life in someone else's hands who does not respect me. Try that. I want to be an entrepreneur to be able to stand up for myself, my life, my family, instead of putting it in the hands of others. Some of whom don't respect me? Instead of putting it in the hands of others, some of whom don't respect me. How is this landing? I can feel it. Where do you feel it at? A lot of it is from my core, if I can put it that way. I don't know how else to describe it. Yes. So here we are. Does the doubt seem more like a star in the sky? I have a little bit more belief, yeah. We're building the muscles. So you've got a little bit more belief. What's created the little more belief? The respect thing, I think. It just kind of make me realize, you know, that I have to go and earn that respect. For myself, I have to earn my self-respect or from others? I think definitely from myself. So self-respect. Absolutely. Yeah, so just take a couple of breaths of that into your core. So this is about self-respect. Try this. I will never allow anyone to disrespect me again. I will never allow anyone to disrespect me again. Not a client. Not a client. And no one else. And no one else. Especially my boss. Especially my boss. Damn straight. Yeah. I feel like smashing something because I'm so hyped up. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything around you, like a pillow you could smash? It's like across the other side of the room. Like this is a primal action. It's a very beautiful expression of the human body. Why don't you go over there for a moment? I'll wait here. 
and just let your body do what it needs to do for a good 30 seconds and then come on back. I'll be right here. All right. All right, cool. The pillow survived. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? I feel good. I feel really good. Yeah. What does really good feel like for Ash? Knowing that I can deal with situations. Mm, the confidence to deal with situations. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to use the word control, but I know that you can't control everything. So I think being able to deal with, you know, actually, you know what? Or knowing that I can control myself. Knowing I can control myself. Yeah. And the confidence to deal with someone disrespecting me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Did you have that before the call? Did that happen on this call? The surety? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Realization, I guess, you know. Yeah. Once you hear the truth, it kind of just clicks. It's fast. Mm. That's great. So what's your path forward? Just going back to the self-respect thing, having that and knowing that I control my confidence. So how about in the entrepreneurial aspect? What's your path forward there? Knowing that you want to help people with that as your intention, what is your path forward in the entrepreneurial realm? What do you want to do? Okay, so this year I've been doing a lot of studying some marketing, doing my own research. And I want to go in that direction because I feel like I can help small businesses, medium-sized businesses grow as well. Um, I don't know, for me, I don't know. I just want to be able to help people get better at what they're doing, if I can put it that way. So you want to find businesses that you can help with their marketing? It doesn't exactly have to be that. But the way I see it is long-term, I want to be able to do something like that. Because like in the beginning of the call, we talked about, you know, doing something improbable. And I don't know, just providing people with the tools to be able to do that. But I know that I have to figure out to build a business, to also help their families, you know. What's your dream outcome financially? I don't know. And dollars, how I would, don't know the exchange rate. Right, um, I've got Google in front of me. You just use your currency. Okay, well, actually, I haven't thought about ideal outcome, but I would definitely like to start off with a million rand a year. About 70,000 US dollars. One million South African rands equals $69,362. So that is 70,000 divided by 12 is about 6,000 US dollars per month. One million is about 84,000 rand per month. Yeah. Great. How is it for you to hear those numbers and hear them broken down monthly? I don't know, it kind of gets me a bit excited. So in order to make $6,000 a month, you can find in the next year, your goal is to find six to 12 businesses that you can help on a monthly basis with growth. And you charge each of them anywhere between $1,000 to $2,000 per month to do that. So you've got six customers, they each pay you $1,000 to $2,000 a month, and you're making anywhere between six grand to 12 grand a month. How's that sound? That sounds doable. Yeah, especially for your first business. I think it's a very good first business because, you know, right now your focus is, oh, you know, I really hope I get this one business working. But as soon as you get one working, you like want to do like 10 more. Yeah. <laughs> like before you're successful at this, you're like, I just want one to work. Please get one. And then when you get one working, you're like, oh, I want to keep doing this. This is really fun. So what niches do you like? I have been, you know, thinking about this for <laughs> almost a whole year. You know, I love sport. What kind of sports? So you guys call it soccer. Yep. So I love, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say football because that's what we use here. I like football a lot and I have some of my best memories come from playing that and others I do video. So I work for the national television broadcaster. The niche is in television broadcasting? Yeah. Okay, it's fine. 
yeah, so I've always liked editing. You know, I picked it up fairly easily. So I guess let's just say video editing. So in terms of making money right away, are you able to... For years, people have asked me about a book, something simple that they could read that was completely comprehensive, that would help them learn how to start a business when they have no ideas, no money, no experience, no real expertise, when they're insecure, when they don't have confidence. How do you start from zero? How do you start a business when you don't even believe that you could actually help someone in the first place? It's all documented. There's now a path. It's a book, it's called Start From Zero, and you can pre-order it right now. Go to startfromzero.com and click on pre-order so you're first in line to read this remarkable book. There are over 15 different examples of employees, many who became millionaires in four years' time. It's absolutely possible, and you can do it when you get the right training. Go get that book right now at startfromzero.com and click on pre-order. Let's get back to the episode. Put yourself as a video editor on sites like Upwork to do video editing for people? I mean, I could. I don't want to sound like, you know, just discarding the idea. But the reason why I want to get out of what I'm doing is because I've lost the love for that, if I can put it that way. Oh, you've lost the love for video editing? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you had liked it. Yeah, it's something I got into. You know what? I also, uh, health and fitness, also something that I'm particularly interested in. Yeah. Okay, so you got soccer, health and fitness, television broadcasting. Yeah. So if we're looking at soccer, then you're going to want to work with companies that make soccer shoes, that soccer retail stores, if they have those. People that make soccer balls. Maybe you work with soccer coaches. You know, there's all kinds of different... Let's say that you create... I think this would make a fantastic product, but I don't know if people would want it. You'd want to make sure people would want it first. Okay. So you want to talk with coaches of like high school sports teams or even college soccer coaches. College is probably even better because there's more on the line for these coaches. So college soccer coaches, if you were to reach out and start talking with college soccer coaches, you would ask them questions. You'd say, you know, what are your dreams as a soccer coach? What's your big dream as a soccer coach? What's the result that you're always thinking about? You know, and some coaches are going to be like, well, you know, I want to win. Some other coaches are probably going to be like, you know, I really just care about my players doing their best. So you go around and you take the top 15 soccer coaches who've got the most wins. And maybe you do professional. Professional may even be a whole other league. Maybe it's way more effective in the professional league instead of college. But you interview these coaches and you say, listen, we're putting together a program where we're helping coaches share their best ideas on helping their players do their best work. Would you like to participate? If you participate, you can have the program for free. So then the soccer person's like, yeah, great. I'd love to participate. I'll share everything that we're doing to help our players do their best. You interview them, you transcribe it, you write it out, you put it into a chapter of a book. You know, lo and behold, in a couple months, you've got a full-on program with 15 different soccer coaches who've all been interviewed. And you're now selling this as an information product to high school coaches who want to do better and maybe get into college coaching one day. And you have a program in the soccer niche. What are you hearing me say when I mention that as an example? What'd you learn? I learned figuring out what they want. Yes. And pooling expertise together. Yes. I think those are the top two I would think. That's perfect. So as an entrepreneur, you said you wanted to help people. Yeah. One of the biggest, most screwed up beliefs that a starting entrepreneur has is that they have to be the one that helps the person. No, you don't. You could be the person that finds out the problem. 
You can pool expertise together from other people. You can find someone who can create products for you. You own the business. You're the entrepreneur. You don't have to be the subject matter expert. Yeah, okay. In fact, I prefer not being the expert because then you focus on marketing and sales. Oh, okay, okay. Because like I'm out here thinking, you know, I've been racking my brain trying to figure out this marketing thing. You know, does it work? Does it not work? You know, and the funny thing is I haven't even tried it. Marketing takes a quite a bit more experimentation than people realize. So here's the path forward for you. So I would really explore seeing if there's some sort of thing you could do with soccer coaches. I would like look them up. I'd call them. I'd email them. Tell them you're looking to start a business that helps soccer coaches and you'd like to talk with them. Okay. Right. That's the soccer coaches thing. Now, in terms of marketing, you said you wonder if it works, but then you said you haven't even tried it. Beautiful awareness. Many people will probably nod their head when they hear this. What I want you to know is that marketing is very difficult. And then when it works, oh my gosh, does it work? Yeah. But it can be very difficult. But what makes it difficult, actually, is the avoidance of wanting to talk to someone about it. This comes from a, a guy that I love learning from, a guy by the name of Alex Becker, because he's just razor sharp with business. The guy's a machine. Well, wealthy people, if you're really wealthy, wealthy people get people. And based on your desire to want to have self-respect for yourself and your family respect, I'd say that you get people to a pretty good degree in that area. But wealthy people get people. In order to get people, you need to talk to people. The best marketers I know, by the time they launch a marketing campaign, they already know it's going to work. They know it's going to work before they launch it because they've been talking to the person that will be consuming that marketing the whole time while they're creating it. Right. So if you've got a marketing piece and you're wondering how it works and you've got a target customer in mind, you just actually show them the marketing and be like, hey, what do you think? And the person's like, oh, how do I buy the product? Then, you know, you've got good marketing. Essentially, marketing comes down to how well you're able to connect with a person. If you can connect and understand a person really well, then you'll be able to create very captivating marketing. If you don't understand people, if you don't get people and if you don't talk to people, then you're not your marketing is going to be, you know, you copy and paste some headlines you've seen online because other people say they work, but you don't actually know what's going on inside the head of the person you're talking to. So for your marketing to work, you need to enter the conversation that's already going on inside that person's head. That person's got a conversation going on inside their head. So then how do you get into the heads? That's a question I want you to spend a lot of time learning. You ask them, ask the soccer coaches, what kind of things are you thinking about every day as practice starts? What are the things that you think about just before bed as it relates to soccer? What are usually your first thoughts in the morning about soccer? And they're like, oh, well, God. initially they'll be like, wait, what's going on? And then like all of a sudden, like, whoa, this person wants to listen to me. They want to listen to all my thoughts and then they'll just pour out to you. Yeah. One of my favorite questions to ask people is, hey, what would you talk about for hours if you knew people would actually listen? You know what's funny? I actually answered that question in my head. <laughs> what is it? Soccer. <laughs> yes. I think you should talk to soccer coaches. Find out their problems. You know, they might have, well, there's something called the five question framework. If you ask those soccer coaches these five questions, you could find amazing products for soccer. And then you could find engineers to manufacture the product for you. You don't have to create the product. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to focus on a customer, figure out what they want, and then you can think about the mechanism of the product that will give them what they want. Soccer coaches want to win more soccer games, so they're going to need better training. Soccer coaches want their students to give better effort. They don't want them to give up so easily, so you're going to give them some sort of motivation manifesto or whatever it is. But I think you should stick with soccer. Now, the other thing I want to say about marketing is marketing takes quite a bit of experimentation to get working. 
So my top friends will take nine times before an advertisement finally works. So would you try nine times or would you try three and then give up and be like, oh, I suck at business. Woe is me. I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur. Oh my God, everyone else is so much better than me. No, I have failed more than you. I guarantee it. There are 16 ideas I tried in my first four years of entrepreneurship. Why were you running so many? Because I was terrified. I didn't know what I was doing. It might have been like six years. And since then, it's been a lot, but it's at least 16 ideas that I can remember. Those ones I can remember. Well, why was I doing Because none of them were working. Have you tried 16 things? No. Yeah. So do it. Okay. You just do it. And the thing is that like, you know, students will often come to me, they'll ask me, they'll like, hey, so Dane, what do you think about this? And I'm like, are you too afraid to find out that answer on your own? Go find out on your own. Hey, Dane, what do you think of this marketing piece? I'm not your target customer. Go show it to your target customer. Oh, you're scared. Completely understand. I do the same thing. I'll ask someone a question. Hey, man, what do you think about this? And then I realize I'm just too scared to talk to my customers about it. So what you're going to do is you're going to go out in the world and it's going to hurt. It's going to feel good. And it's going to feel scary. And the hurt is like 5% of what you think it's going to be. Some days it may be 100, but those will pass. (laughs) But what you do is you go out and you try stuff. You respect yourself now. So you respect yourself to know that, okay, well, Dane tried 16 times. And of course, you can join programs like what we have for training and stuff. And then you don't have to risk the failures at the same time because, you know, we've done a lot of the failure for you. So you don't have to fail as much. So, you know, it makes sense to buy courses because the people who failed 100 times will show you the best way they've learned. I think people should be buying courses way more than they do. Like invest in courses, invest in taking action, take risks. And risks are small. A big risk is to talk to a soccer coach and say, hey, I'm passionate about soccer. I want to build a business that supports soccer coaches. And instead of guessing about what to build them, I thought I would just talk to you as a soccer coach and get what it's like to be you before I do anything instead. Mm-hmm. Then a soccer coach gets this email. is like, what the heck is this person? I'd love to support this person. This is great. And then you get your first soccer coach that believes in you and they tell you everything they can. And maybe it's a soccer coach where, close by where you live. So you come on the field and you watch his students practice. And then after practice, you're sitting in his office with him and you're like just shooting the breeze and he's just telling you everything he can. And you're starting to get what it's like to be a soccer coach. And before long, you're helping soccer coaches. Now, in terms of making money fast and the $6,000 per month, and you're finding six to 12 businesses, you use the same process. I'd start helping businesses with their marketing, work for them for free. Hey, can I work for you for free? I'll do marketing for you. You don't have to pay me anything unless we get a result. Okay. And then just find people to work for free as you build your confidence. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I hear I've soaked up the knowledge. I've taken notes and I'm going to try. I'm going to try something. I have to. You have to. Your self-respect is on the line. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Do not compromise that. My friend, I'll, I'll talk to you when, uh, well, send me a message, let me know how it's going, and thanks for being on here. All right. Thank you very much, Dana. I appreciate the time as well. That's been awesome. So listen, if you'd like to offer feedback on this episode, we would treasure that. Let us know what you want more of and what you want less of for the show, and we'll make sure we try to incorporate that. You can email the feedback to hello at startfromzero.com. Just put feedback in the subject line. Now, if you'd like to build a $20,000 per month business, minimum, I've got a friend who actually does this every single month. Some months he makes as much as $87,000 in a month. I asked him about it and he told me, man, if I can do this, anybody can do it. So we've turned this into a fully comprehensive course that you can take to learn how to quickly build a $20,000 per month business. If you'd like information on that, you can go to startfromzero.com and on the homepage, you'll find a link to it. Now, if you've been struggling to take action, if you really feel there's more for your life, but you know you're going to need to take action to do it, 
but taking action is so difficult. You just can't seem to get yourself to do it. We have a wonderful free tool. You can find it at startfromzero.com forward slash DJP. And if you go there within 20 minutes of applying the process, you'll find yourself wanting to play the game, wanting to step in the game, and wanting to take action. I use DJP for myself all the time with things like figuring out revenue models, figuring out lead capture systems, figuring out how to hire someone. If I'm ever stuck with a difficult action, I'll actually apply DJP because what it does is it wakes up a deeper intuition, a deeper wisdom, so we can actually do something really cool instead of stay stuck. So that's it. Please rate the show, please subscribe, and go on and listen to the next episode. Let's do this.